astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. So I feel like we've been touching on a lot of heavy topics, especially when it comes to the news and what's going on. You've just been a bunch of bad news lately, right? Bring her, bearer, bearer of bad news. I feel like I just try to bring understanding and light to it. But let's, today, we're going to focus on some, some luck. Luck. Does it exist? Is it real? Yeah. So this might sound a little familiar, like, did I already listen to this episode? Because last week we also talked about luck. We figured we would sandwich St. Patrick's Day with right. as much luck as we could get in. Right. Um, so today we're going to be talking about um, Pisces. Yes. And we're going to be talking about Jupiter entering the sign. It's a big deal. So it happens once every 12 years. Yes. Can I give a little background? Sure. Jupiter loves Pisces. In astrology, every sign has rulers, sometimes two, sometimes one. Mm-hmm. But Pisces has two rulers, Jupiter and Neptune. Yes. And the beautiful thing about this is Neptune's already in Pisces, and Jupiter is going to be joining into Pisces. You know what that's like, Kate? It's like sometimes when you go to a networking event and you walk in the room and you don't know anybody and it's like really uncomfortable as you kind of minger around, try to find someone to talk to versus when you walk into the networking room and you see someone you know immediately or see several people you know and you're thinking, oh, this is great. Right. That's what it's like to have a planet in its rulership. Yeah. It loves it. It's comfortable. It, it, and this image is Neptune sitting in Pisces right now. Jupiter's entering into the door of it shortly here. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. And they know each other. And they go in for the embrace, the high fives, the handshakes. They're happy together. And that's what's happening. So this is a big deal. Yeah. Jupiter's always somewhere, right? Correct. In the chart. But Jupiter loves Pisces. It loves Sagittarius too. But it really loves Pisces. So well, so let's talk about who this is going to benefit. Because yeah. I, mean, I think everyone's like, okay, yeah, I'm we're on ready board. for this. Yes, exactly, exactly. Well, we could say just generally, number one, that we know Pisces, correct? We know Scorpios, mm-hmm. and we know Cancers are about. Then we're not here, but I always believe. I don't know what you think about it, but if something's going to happen, let's say in the month of May, um, do you not think that it could start happening in April? Oh, I do. Right? Do you think it could start maybe being spoken about in the month of March? Yeah, because that, I mean, for anything to happen, there's usually talk about it, there's planning, there's work that's been put in to get the result. Right. So it could just be, oh, I had this great um, opportunity to interview for something. So the right. interview process started prior, but then maybe you get the news mm-hmm. in May in this example. Right that 
I got the job or I got that opportunity. So here we are in late March talking about this. Yep. But technically, we would say it starts in May. Technically. Yes. But my clients proved to me over and over and over. Oh, yeah, I know I knew about it in April already, Mary. You know, they they see it. They, they hear about it. They're discussing. They're thinking, maybe I can do this. Maybe we'll go there. I mean, and luck, luck can be anything. We're not just talking finances. No. We're talking educational opportunities, travel opportunities, doing things that are fun, uh, getting, um, being picked out, being chosen, getting something special, a special treatment. Yeah, we'll give some of our examples of how we've lived out this energy before. Mm -hmm. But knowing your astrology chart can give, really give you some additional insight as to how you will live this energy out. So just to go back to that Pisces, Cancer, Scorpios having luck, if anyone has these degrees in their chart, absolutely. But let's just talk about the actual birth dates real quick. Um, so if you were born February 20th to February 23rd, yes, June 20th, to June 23rd, and then October 20th to October 23rd, we're thinking you're especially yeah. lucky. And basically, if translating that, that's early Pisces, mm -hmm. early Cancer, and early Scorpio. Correct. So if you know your chart and you have anything sitting between zero and three degrees of Pisces, right? this Jupiter is going to be activating it multiple mm -hmm. times. Yes, and those people are the ones that are more apt to feel it a little bit early, I would think. Absolutely. But again, don't go, oh, that's not me. No, if you're a Scorpio, <laughs> Pisces, you know, you're, you're going to feel it as well. Right. And, and can we also explain that many times Jupiter spends like literally one, tw 12 consecutive months in a sign. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you know, okay, it starts in, in, in this example, normally if it starts in May, it probably would wrap up about April of 2022. This time, it's really special because, again, it's elongated. Uh, there's some major retrogrades that are happening during this time period that will take it back into Aquarius and then back into Pisces, back into Aquarius, then finally back into Pisces out of it. But the concept here is uh, May of 2021. It's starting and it's not ending until November of 2022. Correct. Really elongated. Yeah. So there'll be some times during that time frame that you just gave that Pisces will, I'm sorry, Jupiter will actually retrograde back into Aquarius. Yes. And then it will move um, into Aries, mm. right? And oh. then come back. Yes, that's right. So I'm sorry. It's okay. That, but no, that clarified it better. The reason I want to bring that up because <laughs> not yeah. to like damper the mood with our luck, but I've been in some talks with other astrologers about what's going on with COVID. Yes. And there's some you know, just some speculation that when Jupiter is in Pisces, because Jupiter is fun and it's expansive and it's opportunities and Pisces can be a little dreamy mm -hmm. that, you know, especially when Jupiter is in Pisces, that we're going to think everything's back to normal. The mm -hmm. world is our playground again. Mm -hmm. We're having a lot of fun. And then possibly when Jupiter retrogrades back into Aquarius that, you know, we'll all kind of be spanked like, nope, not, not yet. Well, Yeah. Yeah, but that shows how fun Jupiter and Pisces can be. Yes. Oh, yeah. There could be, yeah, you have a great opportunity to travel someplace. Oh, I'm going. Right. The Jupiter and Pisces would be, oh, this trip isn't going to be available tomorrow, the next day, or the next year. No, it's now. Now. Now is the opportunity. Now the price is a giveaway. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, 
yeah, there could be payback for some people, certainly, mm-hmm. taking too many risks. But it's it's generally considered very favorable. Yeah, be honest, if it wasn't COVID, I just going, absolutely, this is a great, great time. But there, there's a lightening of the mood going on with this. We haven't talked about anything about like this since we started the podcast. No, I know. That's why I was like, okay, we're going to talk all this cool stuff today. And then I just had to bring us back down to reality. Bring us back down to reality. Okay. So something else that's interesting about this energy is, like we said, it's happening somewhere in everyone's chart. Yes. We couldn't cover all the things just in our little podcast today. But something is interesting that's happening to our children, all of our children. Yes. Um, So especially um, under the age of 10. Yes. They all were born with Neptune and Pisces. Mm-hmm. So Jupiter is aligning with their natal Neptunes. Mm-hmm. So, Which they like, those two, Jupiter right. and Neptune. If I see a chart, Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in their second house of money mm-hmm. or their fourth house of home, I know, oh my God, these people have been very lucky. Yeah, they're They've like been besties. Very privileged. They're besties, okay, yes. So, so any child under the age of 10... I don't know if we went through the exact dates, but May through July of 2021, December of 2021 through April of 2022, and then October through November of 2022 are the exact dates that it's not retrograde. And don't worry about, don't obsess about those dates, but those are from an astrologist's point of view. We we look very specifically because there could be some key events that happen during that time period, but it starts in May of 2021 and ends in November of 2022. So we know there's kind of a series there. There's three stopping points that are going to be significant and then when we look at our children from 11 to 18 they all have their natal uranus in pisces and we can say this because unlike jupiter that we're talking about today uh neptune and uranus are very slow moving so that's how we can say everyone born or everyone that's 11 to 18 years old right now they were born with uranus and pisces so again they are also going to have this luck so it's like what could be happening yeah, what's going on with the kids? That all of our children are experiencing some sort of luck. Yeah. So we were just speculating before we started recording, like, is it that schools, maybe they'll have an easier school school system. I know they've been homeschooled here the last um, right. year now, um, but maybe they go to shorter shorter weeks maybe there's a lot more funding that's pushed into the school well we know maybe. that we know there's multi-millions of dollars that are being distributed to the school districts i think as a result of the yes, latest act that has been signed um for covid okay whatever i can't i don't know the name of the act i'm sorry but the, okay. the extra monies that are coming that biden signed um that's going right to school so again Will our children come home and go, oh, we're so lucky know, we get probably. this? Maybe not. Maybe this is looking, that's looking at it at a very large, that we've invested money into our children's education. Obviously, I mean, I, I've been thinking about this. Whatever they've done to reduce the transmission of COVID, mm-hmm. don't you think it's going to help us in colds and transmissions of other things as well? Better air circulation, things of that nature. Oh, true. Maybe you know just I mean? more of an awareness of healthy keeping people healthy i don't know but anyhow so (laughs) just this simple point we have two things one saying the children under 10 and then we're saying the children that are 11 to 18 so it's really 18 and under so it's really 18 and under are both having something so they're having some improvements some luck some opportunity i mean if you look at it from an adult perspective the kids have been deprived of school right 
the children may not look at it this way. We might say, oh, now we go back to school and we're excited and motivated and things are different or better. Yeah. But anyhow, it's nice. So if you have a child, you know, I would, uh, there should be some good educational opportunities. We think of that, number one, with Jupiter, educational opportunities. Um, But there could be even something about a lot of private schools coming up, alternatives, charter schools, more of those coming up that somehow cater to a specific market. So let's go ahead. I was going to say, let's throw in some of our personal examples just to show how we've um, lived this out. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I know someone might go, oh, you guys, that's, that's a way broad too much. You're (laughs) saying there is can't be true. Well, let's just take, let's look at me, look at my chart. I have my natal um, Uranus is in cancer. So I went back to say, well, when did Jupiter come into cancer. What year was that? And it came in June 2013, left July 2014, that typical one-year period that I was talking and referred to earlier. When that happened, the month that it happened, I got an invitation to go up to San Jose and speak at a health summit. The featured speaker was Deepak Chopra and Martha Stewart. Mm -hmm. Those were the pictures on the front of the brochure and then I was of course lost in the detail of the itinerary but my name was there I was connected to them I mean I was wow I was a real I remember it was wonderful Um, and then right after that again you had a hand in this you got me tickets to Elton John Mm -hmm. well of any performer and Elton John meant a lot to me in the 70s Uh, you know so I was totally couldn't believe pinch me I'm going to Elton John which I did (laughs) At the Coliseum, you know, which was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that was, I love going to that Coliseum. Anyhow, and then at the same time, we had Tyler graduating from uh, the University of Iowa. That was his uh, master's degree that he got. And then his wedding engagement. So then we had a a shower that was, we went with that. That was an incredible gathering of people at Erica's shower, wedding shower. And then the wedding itself was, I thought, over the top. It was. Lovely. and that's where we ended. It ended that wedding. That ended. That was the run. Now there was one sad point in it, and it was uh, Papa's funeral. Mm-hmm. And uh, I must say, uh, it was a wonderful family gathering, even though it's a funeral. Um, it was there was there was a very warm and I don't know very supportive, loving environment. Well, I think that's interesting because you, your Uranus sits in Cancer. Cancer yeah. rules the home. Yeah. Rules our emotions. The children. The children. Love, love of children, yeah. right. So it sounds like there was a lot of focus around the family, even with um, the passing of Papa, but bringing people together. Of course, we saw the engagement. We saw the graduation. But even like Martha Stewart, yeah. I mean, that's a very <laughs> Cancerian oh, yes. energy of yes. home oh, and you. nurturing and... Mm-hmm. Um, and Elton John, just because you had some ties to that, to childhood. Oh, yes. Um, very cancerous. Mm-hmm. Cancerian, Cancerian. Right. Yeah. So there's an example. Plucked mine out. So there are certain times in your life, based on your chart, you can see that things are going to go well. It will play off of, as you just pointed out, my Uranus is in cancer. Home, emotions, family. I have other some wild stories that happened there, but we won't go into those. But uh, I had some interesting exposures, probably my first exposure to transgenders, also under that influence. Mm-hmm. And so that was that kind of Uranian energy waking me up, so to speak, that alternative lifestyles as well. So that's my story. So Kate, your Uranus is natally in Sagittarius. Yep. And I looked it up. Jupiter moved into Sagittarius, joined up with Uranus, November 
of 2018 and then stayed there for that next year through December of 2019. So what did you do? So I had just um, quit my job, my corporate job Mm -hmm. at the M. So Sagittarius is kind of at distance, right? right? And I had still a lot of people at that time saying, where are you? What are you doing? Like people would still reach out to me. Do you need a job? Because it was like this. Where are you going? What are you going to do? Right? Yeah. I I remember that you were on a real deep dive. I mean, you always had an interest in astrology and feng shui. Right. But that's when you got super serious about learning all you could. Yeah. Right? Yep. Took all my books. I think that you had all the books that I had. You were you were carting them out the door. Um, and I had actually a lot of, tra- by that time, I had a lot of traveling opportunities with the astrology um, oh, and tarot. Right. That's right. I was you going did. to New York. I was going to California. I was going that's down right. to New Mexico. You were doing those conferences. I was up in Utah. Um, and then also I met um, Mikey under that energy. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So it was a great year. Yeah. And I remember it was kind of miraculous. Everyone kind of thought what you were doing, how you would, how you had made this transition so effortlessly. Right. Yeah. That's Jupiter. Jupiter gives you again a little bit of a sense of uplift. I think what gets airplanes up in the air, right? Mm-hmm. The idea of thrust, maybe it lifts you up somehow and puts you in a different sphere, like it did for me. All of a sudden, hanging out with a not that I hung out with Martha Deepak, but you know, I mean, I, I, I saw him from a distance. <laughs> Hello, <Right. laughs> but the idea that I was on the same page as they were—that was my close encounter. <laughs> right. Well, and that's how the chart can start saying, how are you going to live that out? Because yours was cancer, which was all about family. And mine was in Sagittarius, which is um, education. Right. It's right. at distance. Yeah. It's um, right. So that starts coloring starts the interpretations a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, shall we look at the signs and talk about, you know, a little, a little sentence or so about each sign and, and what Jupiter going into Pisces means? Sure. Is that good? Sure. Um, and we should say there's other more specific things, but again, you'd need to have your chart done to see how this might be benefiting you. But, you know, if we talk about Aries, mm-hmm. uh, Jupiter will be going into their solar 12th house. Yep. Um, and so we have this idea of possibilities. I always say freebies showing up. Things that you don't have to pay for, uh, little mini miracles. Oh, I was chosen. Oh, I won. Oh, I got this. Or I got really into uh, self-development. Mm-hmm. What, you know, reading up a lot, learning about self. Anyhow, it's a kind of doing a lot of personal work. But I've seen some people have some really great luck under that energy. Yep. When we go to Taurus, it's sitting in their solar 11th house. So it should be great for collaboration with community groups of people um, being accepted into new groups easily very yeah. easily maybe even promoted into new groups yeah. might be a thing uh, gemini is going to be the reputation boy if you're a gemini at this point start planting some seeds <laughs> right. right because you've got a nice window coming up here we all have that nice particularly strong window coming in may yep the idea of planting seeds because that's going to manifest probably in 2022 early 2022 maybe yep. the first around the first of the year and carry through. So Gemini, you're in good shape for your reputation. Great time to expand. Responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our cancers, it's hitting uh, the solar ninth house. So we could talk about, well, we could talk about travel opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> for, yes. Right. Um, for cancers or any sort of expansion uh, with your thought process. What am I 
capable of? What can I achieve? Maybe even shocking yourself with some of the opportunities that come up because it might go against uh, what you've always thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, Leo's going into the eighth house. So we're talking about uh, monies, basically uh, having access to extra monies. This could be something as simple as, oh, I'm getting something refinanced, or I got a great rate on this, or someone lent me money, someone left me money. There's extra monies showing up there. And if you're a poor money manager, mm -hmm. oftentimes this is where someone grabs you by the hand and says, this is how you clean up this mess, <laughs> okay. right? So there is some assistance or aid coming in that area. Yeah, for Virgos hitting your solar seventh house. So this should be great for uh, partnerships. So best relationships, friends, relationships. Yes. Having dates, social life. Right? Um, and they could have some nice, like, tangible things showing up as well when we see seventh house. So yeah, I'm getting new goodies. artwork. I'm getting your upgrading. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Libras, uh, their work environment. And we're... We're particularly vested into Libras. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, our son, Tyler, is a Libra. My husband's a Libra. And we see good things happening in work. Could be administrative type of stuff, improvements, things that open up for them. Uh, uh, but very good for the work environment. Uh, maybe receiving, receiving some recognition for their efforts. Yep. Very nice for Libras. Scorpio, it's hitting your fifth house. Um, so one, if you're in the dating scene or mm -hmm. um, the mingling scene, I'll say like networking should be really good for you. Um, could also be good just for fun. Children, for children, for, children, for, yeah. for you know, the good things happening with children and just having fun. Yeah. Putting more focus on, you know, let's make some, let's have some fun. Right. Um, Sagittarius is all about the home coming up here again we're on the verge of this Sagittarius about something about home improvements making the home more comfortable and that represents family family get-togethers reunions uh, children a lot of focus in that area all favorable for Capricorn that's moving into your solar third uh, so this would be great for improvements in some of the mundane things in mm -hmm. your life so mm -hmm. we talk about upgrades to your routine we can talk about even upgrades to beds uh, couches, oh, yes. chairs. I know it kind of sounds right. like some very mundane but cars. Things. Cars. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a mund. But it, you know what? It's nice to make the mundane. Have a comfortable chair to sit in, right? Yeah. The mundane, the average. That could also be good too for them um, if you needed uh, to improve any relationships with neighbors or siblings. Yes, getting better neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. be great. The one. Aquarius. Oh, lucky ducky you. Oh. Look at that second house going. We're talking solar astrology. We didn't reemphasize yep. that. So again, if you have your own chart, you then there's you can look where Pisces is at and see it as there as well. This will hold. Mm -hmm. People sometimes diss solar astrology. There is some uncanny oh, truth yeah. to it. Yep. And Aquarius is it's about money. So yeah, I would think Aquarius is uh, probably they're the lucky money sign here, uh, starting here in the, the early springtime of finding new ways to uh, make money, but also what to do when you've got the money. What do you do with it? A uh, great time for stability, creating another layer of stability in your life. Really good, Kate. Yep. Okay. yep. Um, and then Pisces, it's hitting your solar first house. So there should be some nice improvements to self. So we could talk about a promotion, a new handshake. Um, could even be great for putting more focus on your physical body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But I would think Pisces, opportunities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> opportunities mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. self. And can we say one closing? I don't know if we have time here, mm -hmm. but uh, about the United States chart. Absolutely. Um, 
again, this is, uh, we're, we're always interested in what's going on with the country. I think this is a good sign. Uh, it, it helps soften some of the harsher things that are going on in the chart of the United States, mm-hmm. I think. Hopefully. Right? Um, uh, and the technical thing is the solar arc Jupiter of the United States is now sitting at nine Pisces. Mm-hmm. Pisces is what we've been talking about this whole time by progression. So when Jupiter, transiting Jupiter, joins into Pisces, it's going to kind of recognize itself. It's going to be very comfortable seeing the solar arc Jupiter at that point. So generally, this would be considered favorable for expansion. Now, I think when I say expansion in this country, I think economic expansion. Mm -hmm. I can think of things about uh, long-distance relationships. We get into the ambassadorships. We get into, again, I hate to say, are we liked in the world? Are we reaching out to the world? Yeah, that seems to be a real blossoming, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Well, what's nice is if we go back to those dates, that May through July Mm -hmm. 2021, like, what would that mean for the people? So there's already talk right now about another stimulus package. No. So <laughs> the idea of, like, more money going out to the people between uh, May and July of 2021 would be a way that we might see that mm-hmm. um, play mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll see it again uh, February 2022, yeah. which is, I think that's the exact that's lineup. That's the exact date, yes. Lineup. They'll line up. Um, with that nine degrees, um, and that's just significant because of the U.S. chart and what we're seeing there. Um, but that'll be interesting because that happens the same month as our Pluto return. Yeah, so that we'll, is wild. <laughs> we'll have to wild. explore that a little bit more. thinking that happening together. Yeah. And the Pluto return is happening in the house of money, right? Yes. Of assets and everything, yeah. Yeah. So, again, I'm just going to throw something out here because we know there's a lot of debt, Mm -hmm. right? And Pluto, when you're oftentimes going through a major Pluto energy, oftentimes debt is a concern, right? Right? Yep. What something is costing you. And I can't help but think of deficits, Mm -hmm. things like that. There could be a lot of concern about deficits and what are we going to do to get ourselves out. But at the same time, it looks like there's some expansion going on. So, yeah, you know, we'll... Hang in there and see what happens. Well, and right around that, that Pisces, you know, Pisces sits on our fourth house cusp in the U.S. Mm-hmm. chart. So, mm-hmm. again, what we said for expansion of home, you mm-hmm. know, it's right in our... Yeah, that solar arc Jupiter is sitting in the third house. It yeah. hasn't moved into that fourth yet. Yeah, but, uh, but transiting Jupiter. Yeah, we'll see transiting but I think Jupiter. the third house is commerce. And so mm-hmm. I'm thinking that could be very, you know, certainly encouraging would be a word I think I would use under that. Absolutely. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our talk today on Jupiter, uh, that you learned a little bit about um, what you can expect here in the next, I guess, gosh, 16 months or so. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, And again, if you don't know where these things sit in your chart, get a book an appointment, go online, look at what your chart looks like uh, just to get some further insight. So thank you so much, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.